Rise up! Welcome to Rise Up Radar, where we keep the Falcons on your radar. Thank you for joining me, Stan Parker, for another episode. Let's have a ball and show. This is Stanley Parker, host of the Rise Up Radar, and I'm joined with uh, Zach, my good buddy Zach, hardcore Falcons fans, and uh, we got I got three questions for him. I'm going to tee him up, and uh, we're going to discuss his answers, and we're just going to have a, a good time with it. So uh, say hey to the people, Zach. What's going on, everybody? I'm excited <laughs> about being here. Sam. Yeah, this, this should be fun. This should uh, be fun. For sure. Definitely fun. So uh, all right, number one is, what is the identity of the Falcons? Mm-hmm. This is a very interesting question, and I'm and – I'm, I'm curious because I have no clue just as a, just as just throwing it out there that I have no clue what his answers are. I don't know what this is going to be like. So take it away, Zach. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, I think that the, to me, um, what jumps out at me is just, you know, the offense. I think that in in years past, I mean, I feel like that's kind of been their, their thing, especially when you go back to 2017 um, that was, you know, for sure, their, their strong point. I mean, you just with all the weapons. I mean, you you, you look yeah, across sure. the board. I mean, um, what was that stat? There was something like uh, I, I think it was after they brought La, you know, Laquan Treadwell on board. Uh, right. It was something like there was like eleven, you know, first, round, first rounders. First round, uh, yeah. Right. Right. So to me, it's 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 the. I think the it's almost like it remains to be the offense, but I offense. but I but I feel like the. I mean, I, I think that the the defense has got to. Uh, has certainly got. If, if there was a question like who needs to find their identity, oh yeah, I, sure. I think I think it would be the defense. But I think as of right now, uh, I think it just sort of remains to be the offense, just simply because of the experience, the weapons, you know, all these these pieces that they brought in with with Gurley and and, and Hurst. Um, you know, I, I think it's just uh, I think it's got to be the offense. And 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 I think I I read something uh, earlier today um, where Dirk Cutter was like, uh, you know, that his he was he, i don't know if he promised but he was you know pretty uh pretty down on uh or not down on but he was he was saying that he's got to be better uh he's going to be he's going to be better his second year and and he's got I me mean, for sure he's got to be he so. is he is the x factor and that's a very good like answer for the identity of falcons because it's my exact same answer they've been an offensive minded team since 2008 when they drafted Matt Ryan They've built a team around him of being offensive firepower and you know, moving up to get Julio and um, with Mike Smith was supposed to be a defensive-minded right. head coach, and then they've hired another defensive-minded head coach, which is right. – but they've yet to find – now the 2016-2017 season, they had a top-10 defense sure, um, because I think a lot of teams were playing from behind. Um, but – uh, yeah, I would say the same thing. The scorched earth scores. I mean, they got to score thirty-four a game because they given mm-hmm. up thirty-two. So, oh, sure. uh, uh, that would be the identity I think of of the Falcons. And like you said, who needs to find their identity is for show the defense. Man, mm-hmm. they couldn't hold water. I mean, they could oh, no. like catch a cold last year. So um, now, obviously, during the stretch, down the stretch, they were. Uh, the last part of the season, it was it was it was better. But, oh, it was much better, yeah, for sure. 
I think I love my favorite game last year, and I had no clue we're just going to go with it. But my la- my favorite game last year was like they dismantled the Saints and yeah. they didn't give up yep. any like they clamped them down. I think they shut them out. Did they shut them out? Yeah. It, if if they didn't shut them out, it was real close. I'd have to go back and look. But yeah. I mean, it was uh, it was. I mean, it was a pretty yeah. It was a pretty big beatdown. Um, and it was it was fun to watch. I mean, it, everybody wants. To, we'll go back, and I know you know I've had this discussion before as far as the. The, the frustration of them playing so well at the end of the year just because of the, the draft situation. Uh, yes, but yes. but at the same time Those three spots. That's right. And I think in, and I don't know if it was if it was me and you talking about this or if it was if it was Chris Bailey and I that, you know, would you rather tank or, or like, you know, going into the next year, would you rather tank or would you rather, you know, um come you know, come out of that season, you know, with a little bit of fire and I and I I tend I always tend to lean towards you know the momentum, even though I know that's you know you're it's a it's a off long off season, but I but I think you get to see it, it you it builds that excitement, and um and so I like what I saw at the end of uh, it, last year with the defense. It's so, so tough to root for tanking because right. tanking gets rewarded, and Chris has this whole thing about you know you know people get reward for tanking and how it's a horrible system, but like. It's so hard as a fan to root for tanking. I'm always rooting for like, I'm so I get so torn. I want them to look good during because I hate the disrespect that it's like, oh look, the Falcons are playing horrible again. Mm -hmm. Just like the national like media. That's right. But like, winning meaningful, winning meaningless games Mm -hmm. against Tampa down the stretch is like Carolina and those guys. Carolina and those guys. Like those, we're talking like five, six draft spots, mm-hmm. and so I, you know, I am definitely a fence rider when it comes to that. Like sure. Some days I wake up in the morning, I'm like, "Yeah, screw it, let's go one and 16. and then some days I wake up and like, "No, let's, you know, we gotta put in the work, we gotta, mm-hmm. you know, just go all out on this." So, well, then I just, you know, well, it goes back to this question about this whole identity thing. I feel like if you go out, you know, um, if you know, if you finish hot. You know, you're, then I feel like you go into that off season and then into that next season, not really searching so much for for an you identity. Got some, for, you got for, something established. Yeah, you have something established, and you do have a little bit of an identity, and and then you're, you know, you're a little more. I guess you're a little more comfortable going into the next year. You're not you're not scrambling, um, you know, it, you know. Versus, like I said, if you tank. Um, then you're kind of thinking, well, do we have all the right pieces the and all that stuff and whatever. So, yeah. so, I mean, I, I guess I'm with you also as far as just being on the fence. But if I had to, if I had to always pick, I would. I, I tend to like to finish strong. Uh, yes, if it's, finish strong, you know, even if it's going to cost you a couple yep. traffic. And also, too, me and me and Carol had this conversation all the time that if you like on paper on draft night, you're thinking, oh my gosh. We're picking 19. If only we were picking 14. Right. Dude, if you get three years from <laughs> – if you get three years removed from that and go back to the, what, a 2017, 2017 draft yeah. of player 14 versus player 19, mm-hmm. there is not much – I mean, you could – Richard Sherman, you could find people – Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, Grady Jarrett, fifth-round you know, fifth draft pick. So oh, like, sure. it's so like the the difference, the disparity between unless it's two attack of Valoa, and even then it's an unknown commodity. That's probably mm-hmm. a bad example, but like, you know, the clear, even the people who are clearly going to be the next Michael mm-hmm. Jordan, yeah, that is a terrible, sp- wrong sport. But the next person, that's right, is, it, dude. Uh, what's the name? Jamarcus Russell. Right. <laughs> Dear Lord, he should be in the Hall of Fame right, by now. Right. 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 
but and I think it's I think a lot of it, and I could be totally off the mark here, but I think a lot of it too is um, it, it tends to be if you're going to miss on somebody, you're going to miss on miss on an offensive player. I feel like looking back. Uh, the the defensive guys. I mean, other you know maybe you could you know oh, the, the the Joey Bosa's or the Miles Garrett. I mean, I know those guys are dominant, and you could say you could say, man, right. I, I wish we could have gotten one of them. But I feel right. like if you're looking for defense, I feel like you're not getting hurt as much by you know losing a few uh, a few positions in the draft if you're uh, looking yes, versus. I feel like the good offensive point. guys are the ones that are the premium. The, the exactly the that's right the highly sought after ones, and so. Yeah. Uh, you know, so and even then, just... you could get like you said, you could go down the list of like the next, even Jadavion Clowney. People are like clamoring over him, but I'm mm-hmm. not even really. Oh man, I mean, I mean, he's he's been he had one. Right. He's he's had one play. He got famous off of one play, knocking that guy's head off. Yeah, and right. uh, and after that, I mean, he's had a decent career, and he's. I would love right. to. Hey, trust me, I would love to have him in a Falcons uniform. Um, but but if you yeah, but if you looked at his college career. And, and, and compared to his NFL career, you, you would certainly say it's been a letdown. I mean, it's, sure. uh, yeah. he was, I mean, he was a monster at Carolina. We're talking and, like, I yeah. mean, just from his freshman year. I mean, he he was the – I think – let's see, I, I believe his freshman year would have been 2000 – I think it was around 2011 – uh, maybe 2010, um, and and he uh, broke the hearts of a lot of Georgia yes. football fans and uh, he was, as a freshman. And so, yeah. I mean, you know, so I would certainly say it's been a little bit of a disappointment. For sure. He was supposed to be the reincarnation of Deacon Jones. Yes. And he's turned in, you know. <laughs> and, uh, yes. not, I mean, he's had a great career, but, like, you know, it's like – so the identity of the Falcons overall, I would say, is offensive-oriented, high-powered, high-octane, high-octane. Yes. Uh, um, offense. There's just so, so many weapons. So many weapons. So be. many loaded. It's a it's a loaded. And even think they're the deepest. So like their deepest position group has got to be wide receiver. Oh, for La- sure. Laquan Treadwell and mm-hmm. Russell Gage are like battling for number three, sure. which is ridiculous. Yep. So two old SEC foes there. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. Uh, they, those are yeah. I, I would agree 100 percent as far as the yeah just from a depth standpoint. Absolutely. All right. All right. So we're looking at a roster as a whole. We're looking at just like the state of the franchise and like mm-hmm. where this team's going and how they're going to get there. Number two. Well, number sec. Number two question is. Who are the leaders on the team? And we're going to modify that question a little bit because we kind of did the same thing with identity. Who are the current leaders and who need to be leaders okay. on the yeah, team? I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, other than just like, I mean, obviously you're, you know, the the Matt Ryans, uh, clearly I think the Grady Jarrett's, you know, the Deion Jones, the, those guys, uh, I, I think, uh, you know, you're going to, I don't think we have to worry about what we're going to get out of those guys. I mean, they've proven it year in and year out. Right. Um, that, and, and I think they're, they're just established there. I mean, um, but it, even the Ricardo Allens, uh, right. you know, those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, looking to step up, I mean, I think uh, obviously Todd Gurley's got a lot to prove. Uh, and I think that just, you know, if he can return to just even a glimpse of his old form, right? Which, a shell know, of his, yeah. which, which is uh, which is gonna, a question mark, and we can discuss that a little later. But it's uh, you know just taking some pressure off the passing game. That's what the Falcons I felt For like sure. last year. You know, did not have. they didn't have, you know, they didn't have it. And, and it was just, they became very, it seemed like one dimensional at times. Um, and, and even with guys like Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones and the Austin Hoopers, you know, being one dimensional at that level, it just, it, it's not going to get you very far. And so I think that Todd Gurley um, is going to have to really step up just to just, and that's just going to make that offense so much more explosive just by making it more two dimensional. 
Um, and I think that uh, – and, and then going kind of into the passing game, I really – Calvin Ridley, I think, is going to – I just expect him to have a, a really monster good year. monster year this yeah. year. I just really think he's going to break out. And I think that, um, you know, so looking for big big things from him, I mean, uh, he, he's getting so much uh, praise just from his teammates. Right, um, yeah. And just from, you know, even guys like Lamar Jackson. I mean, and so you just ex- – you've got to kind of uh, – you just expect him to have a, a huge year. And, um, and and then I, get, I think also, you know, staying on the offensive side of the ball, um, I think just the offensive line uh, in general. Um, yes. Just protecting your assets, protecting the Matt Ryan, protecting Todd Gurley, uh, allowing, you know, giving uh, Gurley the, the room that he needs. And, um, and so I think the offensive line is going to have to, uh, you know, stepping up being a leader i mean obviously the you know alex mack there uh you know at center clearly is a is a huge uh you know huge piece there right i think that i think just as a unit uh, and i know and you know you and i've talked about this too in the past i think uh has a lot of pressure to to step up and and become leaders and and i expect them to um and so uh you know you you can uh, before i move on to the defense if you want to kind of comment on that yeah for sure and i i totally agree with all, all all your points. And I have like, obviously what you've covered, like Matt Ryan, number one, I like all of his clips of him cussing at people. And I like, you know, <laughs> get blank and set. Like I, you know, all the, you know, he's got that real Boston, like potty mouth going. And That's right. he's not, he now people who don't cover the Falcons all the time and just like their fringe Falcons fan don't understand the, how mean he is. Like I've watched, I can't like last week I was watching YouTube and it got down the rabbit trail. And then there is a, a clip of the Pro Bowl of uh, – he was in the – I don't even remember what year it was – that these guys were arguing in the huddle and Matt Ryan's knocked up. They're arguing – the running backs arguing with the coach, arguing with the coordinator of what we're going to run. It's like third and one in the red zone, third and goal. And he Matt Ryan's like, hey, everybody shut up. Go get in the huddle. And I was like – Whoa. Okay. 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 And he'd say, "We're this is what we're gonna do." And the coach actually had to run back and tell him, "Hey, by the way, what you just called—that's illegal because of <laughs> like it's like formation rules you can't do in the in the in, in the Pro Bowl. You're not allowed to run certain sets in the Pro Bowl." But yeah, it was just funny how like so I look at him obviously to be a leader. Right. Julio Jones leader. Also, too, uh, Julio. I think after like one and seven, Julio had like a come to Jesus moment with the, yes. the team and he had yes. to grab everybody by the collar and say, Hey, get your stuff together. Yeah. We're going to get Dan Quinn fired. Everybody likes Quinn. Everybody likes playing for him. He makes some dumb decisions, uh, uh, with clock and on the field. Sometimes I like Dan Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we could have that podcast later. That's right. There you go. Yeah, that's I'm, a I'm, lot. I, that's I can, a lot yeah. there. Yeah. I have a lot of emotions there, but, yes. um, overall he, he basically said, Hey, you're going to get this good coach fired. And after that, everybody kind of, you know, pulled up their bootstraps and yeah. got on their business. But so sure. like, but it took, my thing is it took eight games. That's yes. half the season. That cannot so, happen that's anymore. Right. No, like, no. I, you know, and I'm not, not with this schedule coming up. No. Yeah. And so like you think of other like teams that you, you know, Vaughn, Vaughn Miller, he's still kind of a quiet guy. He's not really a raw, raw guy, but you think of like, uh, these are all defensive guys I'm coming to mind now, but like JJ Watt, like yep. if everybody's cr- sucking and the superstars like out here smashing it and like no one's, he, no one's pulling their weight, then he's going to bring down the hammer. And so I'm looking like for somebody who is, so Calvin really, I think 
that Julio is starting to pass the torch to mm-hmm. Calvin Ridley, and he's yep. not retiring. I'm not. This is not breaking news, but like he's he's teaching him how to be a number one. Yep. And so I'm looking at Calvin Ridley, like you said, to have a breakout year and have uh, a, a bigger leadership role on the offensive side. Also, too, um, I think Chris. I hope. What's what is Quentin Nelson? He plays for the Colts. What? What position does he play? Is he play guard or tackle? I do you think, remember? Uh, I don't. Guard? I don't. I'll have, I don't remember. Okay. You, you I don't want to put you on the spot. No, no, no. You're so, good. Uh, I we think can find a, out, though. I think he's a guard. So, they, he's in the top 100. Everybody speaks so highly of him. He is like, like the super young talent of the offensive lineman. But I hope that Chris Lindstrom turns into yes. like Quentin Nelson. If he could be the anchor of the stalwart, the guy that like just – if we could have the 20 – 12 mud duck nasty offensive line that other teams have to write articles about. I would be okay with that. Other teams in the playoffs were like trashing the Falcons. Like you would go to, you know, the Packers beat writers were like, Oh, the Falcons are dirty. I was like, that's right. So I'm hoping uh, Chris Lindstrom, I'm looking, see, this is not a project. I had no basis of any of this stuff, but I'm looking, (laughs) you know, this is, I'm looking at Chris Lindstrom to really step up, not only step up his game, but like be a leader on that offensive line. Cause yeah. I think Alex Mack is like on his way out. And I think his play might be declining a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, so those, that's where my offensive uh, leaders and, I, are, and, I and, up, and projected and I up, leaders. Right. And I looked up Nelson for you. So he plays for the Colts and he's, the, he's a guard. So, ah, you were, so, so I was right. No, so there you go. go. So there you go. So, um, right. Okay, so there's so that that was your so you you were done with your offensive. Okay. Yes, yeah. So yeah, so and and then moving on uh, to the to the defensive side, and y'all had already yeah. named uh, Grady Jarrett and, and for Deion sure, Jones, easy, uh, easy. Ke- Keanu Neal. Yeah, uh, those guys um, for sure. Uh, but, but and I think and so again, this is just kind of going to the ones now that we expect. You and I for sure talked about this this next guy, Tack McKinley. Oh, um, yes, got to stay healthy. Yes. Uh, and, and, and establishing a pass rush. I mean, we've got uh, – I think that that is going to be so key uh, for just the, the defensive line in general um, yep. b- because I feel like that has been the – we could argue – I mean, we could maybe say secondary in the past, but I feel like that recently the defensive line, at least the pass rush, uh, has been the Achilles heel uh, of, the, of the defense. For sure. Uh, we could say that. So, um, and I think that, uh, so anyway, and I, I think uh, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe it's Alan Bailey is the, uh, is the other, is the other end. Um, well, I think, the start, starting would, I would think would be uh, Dante Fowler across from. Okay. Pat. Yeah. Okay. So gotcha. And, and I wasn't even sure if, cause I wasn't, I was, I was trying to figure that out. If Fowler was more of that, like, Kind of flex type pers- like linebacker, or if he's I more think they're going to use him in the dirt. More using, okay, yeah. love it, love it. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. I mean, so clearly, but but I think that I mean, you look. It, it was the 2016-2017 season, um, and and that was when uh, you know Vic Beasley had Vic, his kind of had fifteen his and a half. But um, the next Von Miller. That's I, I know, right? But but I feel Jeez. like it. But you know who was? Go ahead. So, sorry, this is. You know he didn't report to like Titans training camp for like 10 days and you got fined like like close to like $100,000 really? for just not call no call no show man that's just uh yeah that's that's, sad. that's that's a narrative aside you know we kind of oh, keep it moving but like that's a, that's kind of shows you where the work ethic 
you know, right. that or lack thereof, right? Right. For um, sure. But but what was who was it? Was it Dwight Freeney that was was the oh, one that, yes. Yeah. But yes, you remember yes. it was that it was having that that experience veteran. on the other side, yep. veteran, and I just so I feel like. You know, I, I think that Dante Fowler can kind of maybe ease some of that. I, I just for for tack, um, but I just you know, so he's definitely one that's got to, I think, step up. That's um, sort of, in, I hate to say it, but kind of non-existent. Um, yeah, you know, really. Um, and so, and and I think an, uh, another one is is Keanu Neal. Uh, he's obviously staying got the, the, he, yeah. staying healthy. He's got the traits. I mean, he lay, he knows how to lay lay wood Dude, back there. He lays and, lumber and, down. And, um, but I just uh, – and he's got that – I mean, you can see it. You can see that that fire that he's got there. I mean, he's got the, those leadership uh, traits for sure. He's just, you know, just staying healthy and just and, – and supporting, um, supporting. I think, the, the, the main weakness now for the Falcons, which is going to be a defensive back. Uh, that's why I think it's, it's super important for, for uh, you know, Neil Thermies. to stay healthy and, and to step up. Uh, so and, – and we can and, – and we'll talk a little bit more about the – I think later on – uh, about the uh, the that the weakness, the deficiencies, uh, for the sure. deficiencies there. So anyway, but yeah, yeah, those those are those are a couple on the defensive side for sure. Yeah, so I think I would just echo your sentiment. I would go, you know, your normal. I think Grady is our the one bona fide superstar. Like, or mm-hmm. I wouldn't even say superstar, but like one bona fide star on defense. Yeah, and then I would go, you know, obviously Deion Jones. He's the salt. He's the straw that serves the drink. Um, you know, he's middle linebacker, calls the plays. Like you said, Keanu Neal being healthy. Ricardo Allen, I think, is a huge leader, and it's hard. So, like, typically when I think of a leader is, like, Grady Jarrett, he's the best on the defensive player on the team. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's a leader. Like, when you think of that, sure. you think of that. Yeah. Like, so, like, but, like, Ricardo Allen, I'm, you know, he's a good safety. Absolutely. He's a good safety. But, like, I feel like sometimes he – I mean, even he would he makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's hard. I don't know. I, I look at Ricardo Allen like stepping up his game too. Like um, just the whole back end, it makes me a little nervous. Well, and, uh, and, and you know, with K, you know, even KZ, uh, I mean, he stepped up what two years ago when, right. when Allen went down. And, down, right. And so you know, if he's Allen, really a ball hawk, and oh, yeah. oh, for sure. And so, so if Allen doesn't get his, you know, stuff together, um, which I know, and I think I believe, I believe that. Ricardo is, is is questionable for week one, um, and so no, uh, um, yeah. So so go. anyway, so but but anyway, so Casey might might already step up there, but um, so yeah, those are those are I think some some really good points there from the right. defense side for sure, for sure. So we got our leaders established. We got we had a lot of names for being leaders, but there's going to need to be a lot of leadership because this secondary is so young. Yep. All right, so okay, so number three is a tough question, and mm-hmm. it's just a simple question. But it's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Is this team a have a Super Bowl roster? If yes, what does the season look like? If no, what are they missing? Um, I think that uh, I mean I think the question or the the answer uh, actually is, is yes. I think and kind of going back to uh, starting with the offense that we were talking about, just the the potential there. Um, not even the potential. We know what we're getting with that with the offense, uh, but I think that but the potential of the defense. Um, I think uh, if I was to say yes, that would that would be be why, just because I think that we have the pieces. Um, and the, the, if I were to say no, um, don't I get don't say no because you're gonna gonna put my fire out. So I'm gonna go. You go ahead, and then I, I, then we'll talk. Then we'll go yeah, we'll why, talk. why we wouldn't think they would be. Yeah, I like that. So 
my answer is no. And I am like an opt eternal optimist. And I'm not just playing Kacharian because I just want to drive home a point that so the answer is no. And what are they missing? They are missing a pass rush, not a pass rusher. They missing a pass rush altogether. Yep. Now, we haven't mentioned somebody in this podcast, and he's a rookie. He's going to help with that. Yes. Marlon Davidson. Marlon Davidson, absolutely. But as it constructs right now, and I might be just playing contrarian, but hey, just playing on the other side of corn of you, that I would say no, um, because Marlon Davidson is unproven. They had a chance to get Everson Griffin. He signed for one year today. He signed one year for, for the Cowboys, Cowboys for like yep. 6.2. You couldn't find 6.2 laying around somewhere? All right. And so let me get my checkbook out, Arthur. I, I, 6.2. Oh, 6.2 million. Oh, no, <clears throat> never mind. Yeah. Go, <laughs> go for it, Arthur. You got this one. No. Uh, so that really bothers me that they – now they boosted the secondary by getting Denard. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. But if they could, I would have really liked them to use that money to get pick up Cam. Uh, oh no, not Cam Jordan. Oh, I, I blanked on his name. But there's some other passers: Everson Griffin, Clay Matthews. Heck, Clay Matthews still out there. He might. That's right. your, he might. Maybe. He might. Dimitrov might pull one out of his hat and Good. go get a veteran minimum Clay Matthews. And then I would change my answer because the White Freeney changed the way yes. like you said earlier changed the way the pass rush looked because he was a veteran presence on the outside and you had to look out for him that's right like the other the, they've had one pass rusher and he's been invisible the rest of the time like i don't know so well yeah and can i echo a little bit of what you're saying just 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 straight off the off that off the the lack of pass rush i mean you think of the one thing that can expose a really bad secondary is a really bad pass rush and so For sure um and so i'm with you there um dude matt hasselbeck looked like johnny united's reincarnate back there because of the horrible pass rush they, yes 96 year old matt hasselbeck carved the falcons oh my gosh I, I, I remember, yes dear lord are you oh yes. my gosh they're yes. making like average quarterbacks look like Brett Favre back yep. there, and it really makes me mad. That's so right. that pass rush, obviously I'm a little passionate about that, but like the pass rush just scares the crap yeah, out of Yeah, and I, I feel like the Falcons did that a little bit last year. It was like they they were playing these opponents. Kyler that, Murray. That, that, yeah, that had these, Are you serious? Not, yeah, it was like it wasn't even the Kyler Murrays. I just felt like there was a couple like teams that they played where the the opposing quarterback was like on the verge of getting like benched or cut, and then all of yeah. a sudden the Falcons – you know, again, like you said, made him look like Dan Marino back there, and so, um, and so, yeah. I mean, that's and and, and that's a problem. I mean, that's clearly, for sure. Um, and, and 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 when you originally asked the question, it's one of those things that uh, it just personally, I've got to be better at. I tend to not just give a straight answer, but I think if I was to give a give a straight answer, I would agree with you. Um, to say just saying no, but I've got other reasons too. Okay. Um, and, and one of them, one of them was was pass rush, uh, and, and then the other, well, one of the others uh, is is the depth at corner. Again, we've we've kind of spoken on these things. Um, I, I I can't remember what um, Kendall Sheffield last year from Ohio State was he a was he like a second or third rounder? Like we we he wasn't our first rounder. No, it wasn't. No, but but but, we, but we've 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 
you know, went after these, you know, this AJ Taylor Isaiah Allen Oliver. And, and Isaiah Oliver. I don't, Second I don't, round. Yeah. I mean, so, so recently, so now it's, it's, you know, we've got those, you know, those young guys there, but uh, they've got to really step up and sure. uh, to, to really, you know, prove us wrong. And, and I hope that they do, but, but that's just a glaring in my mind. That is the main glaring weakness right now is uh, it's the just the unproven secondary? unproven secondary at okay. least at least on the corners i mean again we can go back you know with 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 neil and allen and, and kz i mean clearly they've got the experience and i like that we like that but but, it, but as far as the corners you know scare the crap and, out of you and the point about getting to denard that was a good pickup but still i'm just a little um you know i'm a little leery about that and then uh another another point is just uh just the health staying healthy factor i know you touched on this a couple podcasts ago um because you it's just some it's one of those things you can't control but i feel like in in the last two or three seasons uh especially after our you know the super bowl downfall we've just had a couple two or three really bad, like really just bad breaks the injuries. center of the, the yes. defense talking about all strength right yes. down the middle it's right. been decimated absolutely um and so so that's that's another huge thing and then and the last point i'll make and maybe my Maybe the main one um, is looking at that. Just looking at that daunting uh, schedule. Schedule. Uh, yeah. I mean, it is just. I mean, you talk about the first. You know, oh tough. man, just. I yeah. mean, just. But I mean, out of the gate, we've got Seattle. You know, at home, which is nice. I love opening up at home. But yeah. Then, you know, you go. You go to to Jerry, Jerry World and Jerry in, World in week two. Um, yeah. that's tough. And then and then a couple weeks right after you know the two Bears weeks that, and then the Packers and then Packers. I mean that at, and that Packers. At, yes. That Packers is not only at the Packers, but that's a Monday night football game. Yep. Everybody in America is going to be watching that. That's one. right. That's if right. If they're still playing. That's right. If they're still playing, and, and and typically with that type of deal, you know, I think just with in prime time, I've always you always like the home team in prime time. Most yeah. Of the, I mean, I, that's just it. Just seems like that's how it is. But um, and so a couple, you know, so so out, out the gate. Um, it's, it's tough. They've got a few uh, primetime matchups there. And then you sort of, you know, you end with a – you really end Dude, uh, with a bang. I mean – t- So, last last quarter is four – last four games. Yep. Chargers, Bucks, Chiefs, Bucks. Okay. So, you're playing – You get Tom Brady twice. Tom Brady last, and Pat last, Holmes. And that's right. And you're a lot, you know, three of the you're last eat, four games. You're eating a Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes sandwich. That's right. And – uh and that's not a sandwich that I think, you know. I don't think it's going to be as it's tasty. It's not, not going to be very good. Not Again, going back to that defense. And so that's – I think those, you know, this, this, it's the schedule, it's the depth at corner, and the, and the, and the you know, the health is, is probably my three main reasons why I would say no, that this is, uh, that this is not a Super Bowl caliber, caliber team this year okay so we both have the same answer and all right so now i want us to go back to the lat the second part of that question if is this a super bowl team if yes what would it look like so we're going to pretend that they do have a super mm-hmm. team what does the season look like what does the, what does the falcon season look like currently constructed how do they get to the super bowl well you know it's one of those things um i mean if, if you want me to throw like uh you know what is it? What is it going to take record-wise? Um, you know, to I, I mean, obviously we've, we've seen these. Uh, who was it? The the Giants? What like ten years ago? They what were they like eight and eight or nine and seven? Yeah. When they when they did de- dethrone the Patriots or whatever. Yeah. I mean, Eighteen and one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so it was. I, I think it's you know the Falcons. If you're 
Man, I'll tell you, if Atlanta is 10-6 and six this year, I mean, that is a really – I think, to me, that that's a good season. Um, I think – I mean, of course, I think they have the potential uh, to, to be a little bit better. But, I mean, I think that it would look something like a 10-6 and six team. Okay. Probably um, – I don't think winning the division. I, I think that getting as a wild card. I think getting as a wild card. Okay. Uh, and just and you know bowling through bowling through the play, playoffs. Uh, because just again, grinding it out. That's right. That's right. Because you typically when we're talking about these missing pieces or this whole you know going back to your very first question about finding an identity, you know it takes time for things like that. And so that's something that they may you know hopefully. Uh, you know, maybe they struggle a little bit early on, and then they maybe they find an identity. Maybe Julio talks to the guys at game three instead of game nine or game eight, yeah, whatever. Geez. And they, uh, you know, they get something rolling. Um, and but I think that just just based on the schedule, it has nothing to do with the talent because I think that they've got all the talent in the world, especially on the offensive side of the ball. But I think that, that schedule is just going to be tough to tough. win that win to win the division. So um, if they're going to get to the Super Bowl, I don't think that it's going to be with the first round by of the playoffs. I think it would be um, going through the, going through. Yeah. You know, through the, the gauntlet, part. gauntlet of the, the, the entire, you know, and I think thing. the year Aaron Rodgers won and I think they were the wild card team. Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. So, um, so I have a similar sentiment to you. What would it look like? All right. So the year they went to the Super Bowl, even the the year after that, they went to the playoffs. The Falcons won a lot of like one possession games mm-hmm. and a lot of like weird penalty runoffs. Make my just make me sweat like a sinner in church. Boy, they just like the other team has the ball, a penalty, ten second runoff. They won in some really random spots, and a lot of balls are going to have to, to bounce their way mm-hmm. for them to get into Super Bowl. And so, like, getting hot at the end, this obviously, like what you were saying, is like if they can finish strong and swing and just push into the into the um, the wild card round. But I think they're like statistically, I think what it would look like. I know you said 10 and six, which is exactly what I have wrote down in ink over here, 10 and six. And, um, which is going to take that to even get to the wild card. Cause mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they're it's such a good division. So, cool. um, the heck they might even have, they might have three NFC South teams make the division, make sure. the playoffs again. Yeah. And that has happened. I mean, re- in recent times, I think last two years ago. Something yeah, like that. yeah, that's right. And so, um, I think top 10 offensively, and then I would have to say better than average defense is going to have to be between 12 and 15, mm-hmm. like, ranked. And so they have to be opportunistic, just the same they were in 2016. They were just mm-hmm. opportunistic. They had they got the turnovers when they needed them. And so I think that the season, the personality of the season is going to have to look like that. Mm-hmm. And so because of that defense, it's such a liability. Right now on paper, not playing a single snap. They're in training camp right now. People, you know, people are gaudy or giddy about that. But, like, just that's kind of how it's going to have to shake out is the defense is going to have to step up. Offense – and here's the other one. is like the X factor of the X factor. It's doggone Dirk Cutter, man. Yep. He makes sure. me – man, he makes me so nervous. I say it every podcast, and I know I got to cut it out, but, like <laughs> – if I ever meet him in person, I'm probably going to have to, like, to apologize to him. But, like, well, he hopefully makes... he's li- maybe he's listening. We just, you know, a <laughs> lot, lot, of, lot of fire on him. Fire on him. You know? <laughs> maybe. Whatever, whatever, it ta- whatever it takes. 
Yeah, he makes me so nervous. And so he's got the keys to Ferrari. Just don't Absolutely. drive in a slow lane. That's Just, right. And don't crash. That's right. Just, golly. So uh, those uh, are our three questions. The state of the franchise, where we're going and where we're, we're heading in. Um, uh, I think I am more – I am optimistic about the season. I sound negative right now, but I'm being realistic. Mm-hmm. But I am optimistic that they can – because there's a lot, like we've touched on a long time, there's a lot of unknowns. There's mm-hmm. the defensive backs. So who knows? You, you might have drafted Deion Sanders 2.0. You don't know. Absolutely. Like, sure. You have no clue. And, hey, Reggie White might be suiting up Marlon Davis. Like, you don't yep. know. So, um, I am excited to see these uh, these unproven uh, these unproven groups get on the field and, 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 and cut their teeth. So, Absolutely. Me too. So, well, thank you, Zach, for uh, joining me on the Falcons cast. It's a group of Falcons uh, just talking Falcons. If you want to be on an episode of the podcast on Rise Up Radar, you can email me at stan at riseupradar.com. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review, and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. And until next time, rise up. <laughs>